0: hello and welcome back to another episode of inside the expert studios today on the show i'm joined with my good friend david wyatt again and we catch up with him and find out what's been going on in his life since covid had hit and we find out how his business has been as a life coach and much much more so sit back relax and grab your favorite beverage and i'll see you on the other side
1: Give with me a second.
0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Inside the Asperger Studios. Today, we're catching up with my friend, David Wyatt, who is a life coach out in England. Welcome back to the show, David. Thank you for having me
1: back. Lovely to be here.
0: It's, a good, it's good to have you back. So, as we were saying, you've been doing pretty good with your life coaching business as
1: normal. Things have yeah, been doing I mean, wrong. I... I um... I think I have the best job in the world in that respect. You know, um, I love helping people. I love making a transformative difference in people's lives. Um, and I, I get, well, I, I say I get to, I choose to, you know, um, but I get to do that every day. So, uh, so yeah, <laughs> I'm normally happy. Has business picked up since we last talked? Well, to be honest, um, I'm always quite busy um, because I can only I can only work with so many people, Um, and so I think that I've found myself having to become a lot more selective um, as to to who I work with. Um, At the moment, I'm working with about eleven people in total. Um, And I'd struggle to work with any more than that um, because everyone gets my full time and attention, you know? Um, And uh, yeah, I mean, I plough, I plough everything into, to my clients, really all of me. Um, So, uh, so I'm always busy, um, but I'm not looking to be any busier equally. I wouldn't want to have any less work either because it's, you know, Um, it's my love <laughs> so how much time do you give each of your clients do you
0: give them about an hour each of your time
1: no, I mean typically with, with clients we, we have weekly sessions um, and those are typically about two hours long um, but there's a lot of background work I do outside of that um, and I'm always looking to make the experience with me as transformative as possible and um and that takes a lot of work in the background you know um so typically i will i will spend about four to five hours working essentially with a client each week um but the bulk of that is uh, is a two-hour weekly session that we we spend together um where we we really dive deep into what's in their way you know um and uh, and we go deep and um and work down to a level where we're we're where they're essentially receiving an insight where they are they are getting a new insight which allows them to look at their world differently and allows them to do things that otherwise they wouldn't have thought they'd been able to do so That's I a, an old saying but i love it and um, when you change the way you see your world, your world changes. It's a, so. very
0: good. it's a very good thing, actually. Because people don't realize if you change the way you do things, everything else around you changes.
1: Well, we all have our perceptions of the world. I mean, I know very little. You know, I, my, the sum of my knowledge is the equivalent of a grain of sand on the beach of every beach in the world you know i recognize that i know very little and i spend a lot of time um learning and and developing myself every day but the same goes for our view of the world it's often quite easy to think that oh we kind of get it you know we get the world we get what's what's going on but we don't we have a very very small narrow perception and um Uh, It's because we are creatures of habit, often we stay inside of that, you know, and we we don't look outside of that. And it's amazing how small we can, we can make our worlds, you know, and uh, uh, there's um, when you, when you start to see um, things from a different perspective and you start to question what you think you know, you can suddenly find yourself being liberated to a much bigger world that you really, really, really want to engage and be part
0: of. I mean, it's true, I mean, what you're saying, because if you think about it, all we really know is what's in our bubble. And our bubble is a small, minute portion of what the world contains. Unless we expand that bubble slowly to increase and increase our knowledge and understanding what's going on hence watching the news, reading the newspapers, listening to people going outside, that bubble isn't going to expand any. So you're stuck knowing what you, what you only know. Yeah. It's like my friend I've told you about, he wants to have kids, but yet. He knows nothing of the world. He doesn't watch TV. He doesn't read newspapers. He's like, why should I? And I'm like, because you need to relate, be able to relate to the world, to whatever child you bring up. And you can't put it on your partner. That's too much. So, yeah, we need that's why people continuously read watch the news because they want to expand their bubble
2: your world grows with you i think keeping ourselves educated is
1: is exceptionally important um i read a lot i read a great Mm -hmm. deal um and There's such a breadth of human experience out there. There there really is. Um, And uh, fantastic. I've been reading a a book this week. uh, It's called Meditations. And it was writings by Marcus Aurelius, who was uh, a Roman emperor. And he was also a Stoic. And I think many would view him as... um, I guess the starting point, if you like, of, of stoicism. Um, and it's fantastic. I'd recommend it. Yeah. If, uh, if anyone's interested in learning about, uh, an interesting Roman emperor and, uh, and learning a bit more about stoicism, um, I'd recommend it. It's, uh, called meditations. Um, absolutely fantastic. So, yeah. So you've been keeping yourself busy since COVID mm-hmm. and everything going on. Yes, yes. It's uh, as I say, always, always very busy, um, always very busy, and um, as you mentioned, always, always looking to to expand my world. Um, I think I was having a conversation actually with a with a, a colleague of mine uh, about three weeks ago, and we were talking about motivation, and we were talking about the difference between motivation and insight and motivation is great when you want to get yourself pumped up and moving forward you know but it's not sustainable you can't constantly keep yourself motivated and you've probably noticed that Mm -hmm. if you've gone to the gym you know how many people sign up to the gym and they will in their mind the moment they sign up they're very motivated they're looking at themselves they want to be fitter healthier and they're determined to do it and they start going to the gym and in the first month they probably go to the gym five times a week and then slowly it drops off mm-hmm. other things they'll take a two or three days off like yeah like a week turns into two weeks three weeks they stop going entirely and they end up you know, paying for an annual membership of which they've used for about two months of the, of the year. But then if you take an athlete or you take somebody that's, that wants to win the championship of a sporting tournament, you know, or somebody that wants to be able to teach their kid a sport or wants to be able to do things with their kid and wants to be really fit and healthy, you know, then their reasons are different, you know, and, and they will, you know, if you're an athlete, you go to the gym regularly, you have to, it becomes a routine. It's part of what you do. It's that that motivation thing. I mean, you need to keep
0: yourself motivated enough to say, I want to go back. I want to go back. I want to stay fit. I want to stay fit. It just, I think somewhere along the line, it becomes more of this is tiresome, I don't know what to do unless you have a personal trainer set with you who can help you every time you go to the gym, set you up with a goal for that week. Like this week, you're going to try to lift so much weight or this week you're going to do legs and you're going to try to improve. We're going to try to get you to a certain, certain number. You've got nothing to motivate you. Or even a gym buddy. You work with a gym buddy, and you say, "Okay, dude, you do this, I do this. Let's see who can do the most, or see who can last the longest." Or it's more fun when you work out with a friend, or you have a set plan in motion. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, that motivation just seems to, like you said, slowly go from one, from one, from a month to two, to three, and then nothing.
1: All about- that's, that's the difference between motivation and insight insight allows you to see a world in a way that you cannot wait to get out and go to the gym every day because you know exactly why you're doing it and you have a purpose and you're not looking outside of you for somebody else to make that possible you're taking responsibility for it yourself and this is the conversation we were having. We were talking that motivation's great and it has its place, but uh, insight, insight makes you see your world differently. Mm -hmm. And insight allows you to take personal responsibility and not need a trainer and not need a, a gym buddy. If I'm working with a client and their goal, not that I, 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 you know, I know I uh, lost a huge amount of weight myself and had a body transformation. But if I'm, if I'm looking to work with somebody who wants to be able to improve their their, their 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 physical fitness, I'm not really interested in why they want to in the fact that they want to improve their physical. I want to understand why deeply why they want to do it because. I don't want my client to be the one that says, well, if I get a personal trainer and if I get diet supplements, and if I get someone to do a nutrition plan, and if I get someone to lay all these things out for me, which let's be honest, you could find out yourself in Google in 20 minutes. You know, you don't need a personal trainer to give you a a plan. You can do the learning you need to do very quickly if you wanted to do it. You know, if that motivation was there, if, if, if there was something you were trying to achieve that required that and it meant something to you, that information's all there. We've got, we got access to the, 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 the entire, you know, the, a huge amount of knowledge at our fingertips these days. I,
0: and so, so you want a client that will say, I want to do this because I want to feel better about myself.
1: Well, I think what I mean is I, like, I, I do deep coaching. So for me, it's, it's understanding those, those, you know, yes, if you lose weight you're, 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 and you're fitter, you'll feel better about yourself. But what are you going to do with that? So let's say that tomorrow when you wake up, you're the fittest, healthiest person in the world. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with that? How's that going to change
2: the way you live? How's that going to change the way you show up in the world? And so
1: for me, it's the reasons behind the reasons that I'm interested in. So you want to get behind the curtain, basically. As we say, when we change the way we see our world our world changes mm-hmm. and there's lots of things that people say I'd like to do and I want to do, you know, you might, someone might say, if only I had self-confidence, you know, wouldn't it be great? I'm not a very confident person. Okay. <sighs> well, if you wake up tomorrow morning and a magic wand had been waved and you were suddenly had self-confidence, what would you do with it? What would you do? Mm. What are you going to contribute to the world? How are you going to show up? What are you going to do?
0: True. Here's a question for you. The friend I talked about, he's always tell, he's always going on about regret, about the stuff he's done in this past that has kind of ruined his life. How would you change? How would you get him to stop thinking about regret? I've tried telling him that regrets, that little monster that will destroy your life and it's going to keep holding you back from moving forward. But I don't think he listens to Mm me.
2: (laughs) I don't really have regrets. I'm more afraid of the things that I haven't done than
1: the things that I have done and haven't gone the way they've planned. You know, and it depends on, depends
2: on how you're looking at it, but there are,
1: life's a journey for all of us, you know, and We start in this world knowing absolutely nothing. And as we go through life on our own journeys, Mm -hmm. there's going to be numerous things that we do that we look back on and we say, do you know what? I shouldn't have done that. Or do you know that I, I really could have shown up differently. I really could have managed that differently, you know? And it's important that we look at those things and go, right, well, okay, what, how, how do I want to show up? You know, and we, as, as we talked about earlier, we can learn and we can develop ourselves, but there is, there is no point in living in a world of regret, you know? Um, and often, if you're living in a world of regret, you'll probably find the reason you're stuck there is because you're not moving forward. So... If you are moving forward and, you know, making mistakes is fine. I love failure. I think failure is an amazing thing. You know, I almost look to fail to the point because it means that I'm going after what I'm trying to go after. And by failing, I learn. I know what doesn't work. And I get to try different things. You know, I get to keep trying different things until I figure out what works. And, um, I would be more afraid of the things that I'm not doing by not taking responsibility um, and by not developing myself and by not going after the goals that I have set for myself,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know? Um, Yeah. I'm more afraid of the things that, that I want to do that I haven't done than the things that i have done that's yeah. so
0: true i mean people need to realize that there are so many things out there that you haven't done or we or they haven't done that people regret not doing them later in life because they look back and they're like why didn't i do this and it's I think it's a, it's something that people need to work on. I mean, if you feel you want to do it, do it, there should be nothing. I think there should be no barriers in a person's life to stop them from doing the things they want to do. You want to work out, work out. You want to lose weight, set a goal plan. You want to become a better person, work on it. You want to educate yourself. Do it. Take some classes. It's not too late to do anything in life. I, I always say this. Life is short. We're living on borrowed time. So do get the most out of your life as you can and don't sit around and being, being a lump.
1: We've all got an awful lot to offer each other. Yes. An awful lot. And
2: When we set ourselves a goal, and I think that if you're setting yourself a goal and you can do it on your own, your goal's not big enough. You know, set yourself a goal that's bigger than you. (laughs) I mean, uh, it's funny.
1: There's um. I coach a lot of small businesses and I coach a lot of individuals who um, are um, essentially have their own high income skills. So they, um, they, uh, they work for themselves. They don't have an established business whereby they employ staff, but they've got a particular skill and they work essentially um, uh, as a, as a, you know, as as a contractor, be it, you know, copywriters, so on. And, I say to people often that you should focus on one thing until you're earning at least $10,000 a month from that
2: thing. And the reason I say that is because in order to get to that bracket, you have to learn enough and fail enough mm-hmm.
1: to know what it takes to be able to do that and you will constantly be having to challenge yourself and push yourself, and you'll recognise that what got you to where you are won't get you to where you want to be. What got you here won't get you there, and it requires you to really stick at something and learn and develop your skill set and push past things that you didn't think you could do. And stick at things and figure out how to get past them. And you learn a lot about yourself doing that. You learn an awful lot about yourself doing that. I mean, that's what I always say.
0: When people ask me, why don't you take some of the easier classes when you went to school? And I say, you don't learn by taking easy. You learn by taking hard. You push yourself. And when you push yourself, you learn because the minute you learn that one thing, you've reached your goal of, Oh my God, I can't believe I learned this. If you take an easy course and you learn that with it and you and you fly by it, you really didn't learn it. You just, you just squeak by, you're not challenged life is all about challenging yourself and your goals. It like you said, if make your goal bigger than yourself, because the harder you try to reach for it, the harder you're going to try to struggle for it, the more you're going to push yourself to reach that goal. It's like the saying a dream isn't a dream. A dream is only a dream if you don't reach for it. And you don't keep and you don't stop trying. You only make it realities once you reach that goal and you turn your
2: dream into a reality. Have you set yourself any outrageous goals for the next year? Plenty. I have
0: plenty of goals for the next year. I want to get sponsorships. I want to, I'm trying to get Dr. Um, Brandon on my show and that's been a struggle. Um, My podcast is my goal. It's basically, I want to make it to the point where it becomes my business. So I need my goal every, well, I have one main goal every month. Get four guests per show. So I'm constantly having guests every month. I'm constantly recording, constantly editing. So I'm busy. I want it to feel like I, have the, I want to have something to do in life besides sit at my computer and do nothing. There are people who are content with playing games on their computer. I'm not. I didn't get my computer just to play games. And I know my dad wouldn't want it that way. I, I'm somebody who always wants to learn. I'm constantly learning new things here. I'm constantly learning new things there. But my main goal is to keep, to keep getting four guests per show. Four guests per month. That's four different shows in the month, four different topics, and to get a sponsorship that will take my show to the next level so I have some more income coming in. What about you?
1: My goal is to, and it's been my goal for three years now is to transform the lives of 1 million people. Wow. So far you're only on 11. Sorry. So far (laughs) you're only on 11 people. No, I'm at, I'm at about 330 at the moment, 300, 331 at the moment. Um, But uh, I know that the way I'm currently coaching people, Mm -hmm. there's not enough time for me to get to a million. No. So in order to do that, I need to really up my game. I need to create a mechanism that that enables me to reach and support and help a much larger number of people. And I know that in order to do that... That it's bigger than me. That that's bigger than me. And so I'm going to have to figure out a lot of stuff on the way yeah. that allows me to reach out to a larger number of people. And that will be growing an academy or academies, because I'm sure that it will take more than one. And it will require an awful lot from me. A lot of things that I don't know how to do now. A lot of things. So that's my goal. Do you have to- a website, David? I do. Uh, Davidwyatt.uk. All right, good.
0: Do you have a booking form on your website where people can book appointments? Well, you have calendar.
1: As I say, I, I, I'm quite selective um, with who I work with at the moment because, obviously, I can only work with so many people. So people can go on my site and they, they, they can check availability and book a discovery session with me. Um, At the moment, I'm looking to work with people that have recently started a business or have an established business and are
2: finding that they're getting in their own way. They have a big goal that they're serious about that's bigger than them, but they're stagnating and they're ready for support. And at the
1: moment, that's the type of client that, that I'm, well, as I say, that, that, I, that, I, that I look for, um, but I, I am quite selective.
0: So you want
1: self-employed
0: people who started a business, who basically can't get it off the ground, who need the help of finding a way to do it.
1: No, I mean, I work with, as I say, um, I work with startups and I work with established businesses. Um, I my, personally, my my ideal client, the people that I that I, that I typically choose to work with, are um, within industries that are doing something that makes the world a better place. Oh,
2: that's you know? very good.
0: On, that's very good on your part. And
1: and that's my my focus. So I work with people who have got big dreams and ambitions, and they want to do something that will make a difference in this world, but they recognize that they are getting in their own way. That the way they see the world is stopping them from moving forward. Business is easy. And I'll I'll, I'll be honest with you, it is. Running a business is easy. The problem with, with businesses isn't with the structure and strategies of running a business. Rarely is that the problem. The problem is the person. The problem is that people get in their own way. And those are the people that I love working with, where they've got something bigger than them that they want to achieve, that they want to see created. But they're getting in their own way.
2: And we look and we dive deep at how they see the world. And we remove these limiting beliefs that they have um, through them one by one.
1: And I help them create that dream and make you it real. Have, do you have a limit on the size of the company? I work with people, you know, yes, I, I tend to, to work with businesses, you know, but it's, it's the person that I'm focused on. It's, it's the, the, the person. So,
0: basically the CEO of the company or so you don't work with, if it's a company, you don't work with all the people inside the company. You work with the person. Yeah,
1: I mean, no, typically. So, you know, you might be working with, uh, I've worked with, give you an example. Um, I work with businesses where um, the, uh, the, 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 the staff relationships are terrible, you know, oh. or where the staff really don't, you know, there isn't a clear vision and strategy for the business and the staff on board and so there are times where I'll provide training and work with staff members and colleagues but most of my work is working with the directly with the owner directly with the business owner oh, that's um, good because a lot of times the business sometimes
0: a business owner has no idea of what's going on within his own company and you help them see the light get get the, the relationships with the employees better get the business and a set goal and a set plan to say okay let's grow your business let's i make- help them
1: i help them recognize what they could actually achieve and i help them craft a vision for their future and the legacy that they want to leave the contribution that they want to make and then i work with them on their skill set on their mindset on their strategy and i help them develop their business and i help them develop themselves now do they
0: reach out for you to you or do you or do you reach out to them
1: most of my work comes from referral I work with one person, make a transformative difference in their life, and they they um and I find that you know they they speak to people who get in direct contact with me. Um, there are some companies I reach out to where they they are trying to do something that I've noticed and I've taken a particular interest in it, and I'd love to be able to help them. So there are times where I reach out to people. Most of the time people are reaching out to me that's good now any type of com-
0: companies in particular like green energy or anything like that you're working with
1: um, uh, I'm not working with any green energy companies um, but as I say the nature of what the company does um, obviously I, my preference is working with, with companies that are, that are doing something that makes a difference but for me it's more about people you know for me it's, it's It's far less about the industry that they're in and far more about them as an individual and how we can make their lives more fulfilling.
0: That's very good. I'm proud of you, actually. You've done so much. You've done a lot since I've last talked to you. (laughs) Been a busy boy. You've been a very busy, busy boy. (laughs) You've, you've come a long way, David. Well, I've got an awful long way to go. Awful long way to go. Now, how are things been with you since
1: COVID's hit? Better, worse? Um, well, the, the uh, restrict, I, I'm over here, but listen, I'm over here in the UK. So the restrictions here were eased a little while ago. Um, so uh, many people are still, I say many, um I'd say a smaller percentage of people are still wearing masks in in shops and so on, um, but we no longer we no longer have the self isolation rules. And I think as a country we're we're in the the sort of living with COVID stage now. We've done well on vaccination, um, so a huge percentage of the population has had three and four jabs. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, we're now we're now at the point where we're we're, we're living with it, um, and certainly I can see a lot more happening. People are, 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 are getting back to, 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 building, you know? Um, so, so yes. Uh, I think here, I know we're not out of the woods, but it's certainly you, 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 would think it looking outside. Everyone's getting on with their lives and uh, and, and things are, are, are really getting back to normal.
2: Yeah. That's
1: good.
0: Yeah. Um, so, what else has been going on in your life besides your business?
1: Um, besides the uh, the business, um, what's been going on? Anything fun for a few going on? Any plans? I've been I've been doing a lot uh, now that the uh, it's got a little bit warmer here. I've been um, been out because I, I live in a, a seaside town and uh, I like paddleboarding quite a lot. Um, so I uh, started about six months ago now. Um, a, uh, a friend of mine approached me who uh, equally loves paddleboarding and he loves coaching people, too. He's a great coach. He teaches people to paddleboard. And so he wanted to start a paddleboarding company, um, which provides training um, and days out for people who are holidaying and so on and want to experience paddleboarding. So I've been uh, uh, I suppose it's still technically work related, but I've been uh, been working with him and we've been building a another business so that, oh. because there isn't a good one down here um so that we uh, we uh, essentially provide paddle boarding excursions um and uh, and sell paddle boarding equipment and um and uh, provide provide that experience to people down here. Uh, because as I say it exists uh, uh, you know in a lot of a lot of the coastal towns but there isn't one here so we we wanted to to put that in place. So that's been fun, but it's been meant I've been yeah. doing an awful lot of paddleboarding. <laughs> so I've been enjoying that. Paddleboarding, I'm trying to think. Is that where you paddle the boat with your feet? No boat, just a board. So it's like imagine a surfboard. Yeah. Which, um, which, oh, stays afloat by itself and one oar. Oh, sort of like what you see in Hawaii. You stand up. Yeah. You stand up on the board. It floats by itself as long as you can maintain your balance. And, uh, and you have one oar. Yeah. Great fun.
0: So, it's sort of like surfing with, but
1: with an oar. Surfing with an oar. Yeah. And you want calm water, not heavy waves. <laughs> <laughs> How have you done? I enjoy it. Now, I've, I've, to be fair, I've done it for a good few years, paddleboarding, and, uh, and I enjoy it. And uh, as I say, we're, we're putting together this business so that there is a paddle and building a paddleboard community down here. Uh, so it's been great fun. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. Met some fantastic people. You've done anything else besides that? Um, besides working with all my clients and setting up that, What else have I done? No, that's it. (laughs) 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 You need a vacation, sir.
0: (laughs) So anyway, that has been the show, everyone. That is David Wyatt, all the way from the UK. Thank you so much for being on the show, David.
1: You're very welcome. Lovely to be here again.
3: Things used to be I'm no big fan of now and I must have some sweeter memories Somewhere in the cloud Welcome to the new normal Welcome to the new normal Welcome to the new normal Shout Welcome to the new normal All you used to be huh? gonna miss all your hand Consign to the dustbins of history Like opinions from your dead talk to the freaks and talk to just about anybody you happen to me it ain't what it was and it is what